or welcome back to the Ask Nikki podcast. Now, I have probably two episodes going up today that I was um, filming first and then filmed another one that involved another Christmas story from a couple days ago. So, this is talking about my most recent fic. Let's just say the fic was good. The fic was very positive. Um, I fic with my DR. It was very positive. And then, what happened after I got back? That's when it got crazy. So, let's get into it. I'm so sorry if this is too loud and echoey. Anyway, so, first, I, you know, I fic. I fic, I fix my DR, and I end up at my sister Mia's house in my Evangeline DR, and mainly I was, like, outside, mainly I was, like, outside, and she was, like, uh, she was running errands. Well, she was running errands, but she was at home. Like, she was doing at-home errands, I guess you could say. And so, she, uh, she comes back from, um, comes back from taking me to go with her to get, um, to get waxed. Uh, that wasn't very pleasant for her. That was not pleasant for her at all. She was, like, she was screaming. (laughs) It was so bad. Um, I don't know. The wax was too hot. But I wasn't paying attention because all I could hear was her screaming and crying. (laughs) All I could hear was my sister screaming and crying. And, uh, then we get back to her house. this happens <laughs> and she ends up by like a really nice waterfall in her um like in her garden because her her house is uh like in a foresty area like yes it's like yes Beverly Hills is like BT uh where I live in NYPR it's like city, but it's also very secluded, like, there's also very secluded parts of the, of the city, um, where it's, like, foresty and, like, very private, and so we get back to, you know, we get back to her house, she lives in, like, this very secluded, warm-ish area, and I was basically with Mia for the day, so, um, I was with Mia for the day. And, um, some of, like, the other fixers were there, just, um, you know, just hanging out. And Mia was outside admiring a piece of artwork that, um, you know, she had painted, and it was, like, supposed to be her, 
introduced to her in one of her um, in one of her partners sitting on like the leg type thing. I don't know if it was like a ledge or a cliff, but it kind of looked like it. Like it looked like one of those cartoons where it looked very cartoony. It looked very cartoony looking. It was very pretty though, but it looked very cartoony. And <laughs> after that, like my shift wasn't as long as I wanted it to be because I woke up or I tried to shift back to my CR like, I tried to wake up in my CR, but instead of continuing the day's activities in my ER and, like, shifting back to my CR, I woke up in a totally different place, and, like, I woke up in a lucid nightmare. Um, so, yes, I did shift, but the events after this, I woke up in a lucid nightmare because it wasn't a pleasant experience. So, um, I'm not sure what what my next point was going on with this. So, so I had a lucid nightmare. I wasn't expecting to have one after I came back from my shift, but, um, I wasn't expecting have a lucid nightmare after I came back from my shift, but I ended up having a lucid nightmare anyway. Now, I don't, I don't have any control over my lucid nightmares. Um, for context, being lucid is not the same as shifting. Um, I have shifted for over, I have shifted countless times that I can't even keep track of how many times that I have shifted. And, um, I've shifted so many times that I can't even keep track of how many times that I have shifted. Um, but just know that I do believe in science because science believes in such a part of science, quantum physics, quantum physics is a real thing for science. Um, so I ended up having a lucid nightmare that I wasn't trying to have at all. So, basically what happened, let's call this lucid nightmare Mersan, because that's basically what it was. It was a Mersan. If you don't know, <laughs> if you don't know what I'm referring to, I'm referring to more like those mermaid entertainers, and, th and this um, lucid nightmare was a whole pretty scary. So, basically, I tried to shift back to my CR, but I ended up having a lucid nightmare, um, and I wasn't supposed to be there. I wasn't supposed to be there at all. I was supposed to continue, um, being in my DR for as long as I, you know, as long as I needed to be, but that was cut short due to the fact that I was experiencing a lucid nightmare. So, trigger warning, lunatic facility owners um, in this lucid nightmare. So, basically the game starts in a huge room with a, like in a huge room with a pool that has water 
extremely deep. Like, you could tell that it was overfilled. Like, it was so overfilled. And it was, like, basically, um, I was supposed to help out with a, uh, I was supposed to help out with a mermaid event. And that's not really how it, that's not really how it went. That's not really how the, how the events of the dream went. It got really bad and really scary. So, um, so there were a lot of red flags in this dream. So, uh, first of all, uh, the fact that the pool looked like it was overfilled with water that was so deep that you could only really see your head. And there were, like, other mer entertainers there. There were probably, like, one or two that I could, uh, that I could see. And... There were probably, like, one or two that I could see. But this facility looked really, 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 really scary. Like, you couldn't really spot the red flags at first. You couldn't really spot the red flags at first because this place looked really, really, really nasty. And so, dream starts out in a huge room with a pool with water so deep that your head is only showing. Could have been my first red flag. Could have been the out of bed. Could have been the, um, get out, I got dried off, and this is where the scary part comes in. So, I was so, like, I was so frazzled from being in the pool in a mermaid tail that someone had to stand behind me and help me walk to the bathroom, because I was, like, so, like, it felt like my legs were it felt like my legs and my feet, it felt like my legs and my feet were very, very numb. And so someone had to stand behind me and help me walk to the bathroom. Or like walk to the restroom. <laughs> now, this restroom wasn't a regular restroom, okay? This restroom had robotic toilets. Like, the toilets basically would move out of the way when you were done using them, and it would, like, like, basically the toilet would stop in this little dock or area in between these little sitting chair type things, and whenever you were done using it, it would move, it would move out of the way, and so... There was another body of water in the bathroom, but, or, like, in the restroom, in the bathroom. Like, it looked, it looked super gross. But I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure there were also showers in there, like, showers or bathtubs in there as well, but I just couldn't see them because I wasn't in that specific part of the area. Like, I was just where the sitting chairs and, like, robotic toilets were, like, robotic mermaid toilets were, and so, there was another body of water, or supposed body of water, um, in there, 
bathroom. And um, if there was another body of water, a supposed body of water in this bathroom. But uh, I don't think there was water in there because it felt very, it didn't feel pleasant. Let's just say that. It felt very, it felt very acidic. supposed to be there. I, w I was scared. I wasn't supposed to be there. I was really scared. And so, at the first line of defense, I refused. Um, and started pushing her and kicking, like, you know, trying to push, trying to purposely hurt them. Um, because, like, it, it was scary. It was really, really scary. And then I was picked up by this woman who is another staff
you should expect people to work for you by not letting them leave. So basically, I was in this room. It was very comfortable. So I was trying to think of a plan to fend them off. And I was like burning, right? Like I was like burning because I was like, like the, the person was basically supposed to wake up there. I wasn't supposed to wake up there at all. And um, I wasn't supposed to wake up in the space that I am at all. Like I don't even know how I ended up in Oak Dimension in the first place, but I did. Uh, it was really terrifying. And so like I'm, I'm over here trying to recuperate, trying to process what just happened. And I'm just in this room, and, and the lady is, like, just going on a rant, and, um, like, the woman knew I wasn't supposed to be there, and she went on a rant, and I devised a plan to get in touch with every celebrity I knew to get this place shut down, and, like, it, it just had so many red flags, it was, like, it, it was felt like a death trap waiting to happen. Like especially with the especially with the water being that high and and these people getting access to all these like crazy people um, and things like that and like other forms of two other girls that were like college age, that were like college age, probably, uh, in college, and, um, they had been stuck there. They had been stuck there for six years. Um, they had been stuck there for six years, like they weren't allowed to leave. get out of the facility, like, finally, like, basically, we alerted someone, and they alerted other people, they alerted other people that were in this space, and, um, I get out of there, 
that's out and out of order. And the last thing I remember before actually leaving prison being so strong in that emotional sense and in self defense that I um you know, like I won't um in self defense. And so I woke up in the middle of like towards the end where, you know, the cops were going to be called and they were going to but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the authorities would have arrested them like a person um, for like McDonald's warrants, which I'm not sure about all that. But like, yeah, let me just tell you, you can shift and then wake up in a lucid nightmare. It can happen. Um, like you can have a successful shift and then wake up in a lucid nightmare. It can and it does happen. Although it is very rare, um, again, shifting is not the same as being lucid, but sometimes you can wake up in a lucid nightmare, and there are also methods to shift if you're too dreamy, but I don't shift using my lucid dream method. I set the intention to shift, and I use the hypnotic-centric method, um, It was a good, you know, it was a good time before things turned haywire and I woke up in a lucid nightmare that I didn't know was a lucid nightmare. So, anyway, um, I think that's going to be it for this episode. I do have another episode coming eventually. Um, a couple of days ago and the shift from a couple days ago was actually pretty fun so I can't wait to tell you guys what happened in my previous shift not not the shift from last night but my previous previous my previous shift so hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you did if you're watching on YouTube Please feel free to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you are listening on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, um, Overcast, Google, um, be sure to subscribe there. There are also other platforms that my podcast is available on. Like, um, there, there's like one um, platform it's available on, but I can't remember the name of it. So. Anyway, hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I will catch you in the next one. Bye, guys.